0: Hello, Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslimist Speaks, the place where we are empowering women to grow and thrive. How is everybody? I hope you're doing well. Um, I hope this uh, reaches you in the best of Iman and spirits. And I know that sometimes the days are long and it's hard and today might not have been your best day, but it still can be regardless of what happened already um, in the part of the day that you've spent. And so, you know, it's part of that thing with us human beings where we just... We just want to be happy. We just, we just want to feel good. We just want to reach our goals, be successful, feel like we're getting somewhere. And sometimes there are just those days, those weeks, those months, those years where we can feel like we're just not getting there. I mean, I don't know anyone who doesn't want to feel happy. Almost every person wants to feel happy in some way, shape, or form. We may all have different ideas about what that might look like for us. But what I want you to get out of today's podcast is that no matter what the version looks like for you of happiness or success, there is a simple mind shift that we all need to make. And if you listen to the end of the podcast, you're going to get the number one hack on how to reach happiness and success and to start it right now if you want to. (laughs) So before I get to that, um, I'll do all that in a minute, but I just wanted to introduce myself for those who don't know, I am Mindful Muslimah. I'm a licensed educator and I have maybe 20 years experience. I am a mom of five and I'm kinda like the big sister in the community where I'm just helping the the females the muslimas to get a hold on how do you bridge the gap between that mindful muslima life and then that modern living like how can i be muslim and modern whatever that means quote unquote right maybe it means like the western lifestyle or whatever or just trying to like you know be on social media work have a family do all that great stuff and still you know fulfill my obligations to myself my my rob my lord my husband my kids everything and so this is where we get some answers on a couple different things most of my topics are love parenting i um, homeschooling because i'm a homeschooler relationship um, life hacks like we're doing today Today's like a life hack inspiration motivation all that good stuff but it's catered to us i just did not find a podcast out there i did not find a space that had stuff with our issues our problems our spin on it being muslim women so that's 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 why I created this podcast and today is another episode related to kind of like a life hack or a mind shift and um, just before I move on and get to the content, I want to give my shout out like I always do and today I want to shout out um, Blossom, um, Ink Blossom Mama and I wanted to recognize her as being a loyal listener and for sharing my content on her IG stories. She has just been recommending and recommending my podcast to all her followers and I just wanted to give her a big hug and just say i um, sending tons of love and thank you. Thank you for sharing um, my podcast out on your IG stories. If you want to be shouted out here on Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast, please just share either my YouTube videos, my podcast or any of my IG posts on your IG stories and you might find a space here in the following podcast. So today I posted this quote on my Instagram and it said, Enjoy the ride. Success is in the journey, not the destination. Now, um, I want to mention a little bit more about what I meant by that. And I basically, you know, was mentioning that, you know, life is going to be crazy. You know, and for most of us it is, especially if you're a mom. um, And even just being a mom alone with children, sometimes it's not always what you thought it would be. Some days you're tired. Some days the kids are, you know, difficult or fidgety. And if you're not a mom if you're a young woman sometimes you know you're just trying to like manage your emotions figure out who you are you know you have your parents telling you what you should be you have society telling you what you need to do you have your friends and all their opinions and then you have yourself and it's just hard to figure it all out and regardless of where you are in life at the end of the day we're all gonna go through a lot of struggles and what I basically mentioned in my IG post was just basically like life is literally like a ride you know like when you when you go take a drive and you got to put stuff in the GPS but the difference is like yeah we all have a destination we want to reach but it's not as simple as just plugging something in to like so we get directions so we get uh, you know an arrival time or date and that's it it doesn't really work like that and our happiness and our success is very much attached to how we take that ride. And that's kind of like a little bit of what I want to talk more about today and giving you this hack on how to kind of reach where you want to go and get those feelings that you want to get a bit more realistically faster and kind of, um, in a meaningful way that is kind of going to have that huge impact you're looking for. Um, so, I was reading this really compelling quote uh, the other day by Ayd al-Qarni. He's very famous. I don't know if any of you have heard of him. And um, this is the quote. I'll read it to you right here. It says, let your decision to try to achieve happiness be a happy experience in and of itself. I'll say it one more time. Let your decision to try to achieve happiness be a happy experience in and of itself now i really feel like this quote is directly related to my ig quote and i'm gonna explain to you why but before i do i just the teacher in me i can't stop it i just want to explain to you and give you a, a kind of like a little bonus tip or nugget of like how i'm able to draw like conclusions and get to these higher levels of thinking and growth within myself because I realized as I was like making that connection and I was doing it naturally and then I was like ping and then like I mean like don't get me wrong I had some of these ideas already but there is a process that I naturally do as a as a person and I was like you know what I'm gonna throw in a bonus tip about how I'm coming to these conclusions how am I growing internally so so fast or you know with with the least effort that I that I possibly could obviously by the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala first but there does take some just strategic brain power I'm just going to share with you my my little bonus tip. And basically, um, one of the highest skills, if you didn't already know, and I'm I'm hoping we're all readers, I know nobody is reading anymore. This is like the day of like, the most I read is like a line on an IG post and I'm like, whoop, that was long, that was hard. Everything's becoming very visual, very video driven, you know, or podcast listening. Nobody wants to actually read anymore, but I'm gonna relate this to not just reading in a second, bear with me. But one of the highest skills in reading is to be able to reference multiple texts, right? and then to draw out of them a new idea that hasn't been stated in any of them. And this is type of like the highest level that you're trying to reach. This is what like people when they write their PhDs or their theses and things like that. Now, you don't have to be a PhD and all that to do that. This is just like a life skill that you do by practicing. But this type of reflecting or meditating on information is also something that we're referred to in our, in our deen, in Islam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he talks about a lot in the Quran, and he basically asks us to do tadabr. Tadabr is just like deep reflecting. And basically, it's like you're just looking at stuff in your life, and I don't care what it is. It could be YouTube videos, IG posts, the Quran you're reading, some movie you watched, life circumstances. It's that moment when you sit down and you look at all that information and you're like, stop think reflect and then you start to draw some amazing conclusions like like the other day I was just looking back on like how I got to where I was in certain aspects of my life and I was going oh my goodness Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made that horrible thing happen to me so that this next stage in my life I would have the skills because he knew I didn't have them to handle this next thing that that came my way and so subhanAllah sometimes you have to stop think, reflect, and then draw a new idea out of just like kind of synthesizing all the experiences that you already had. Sorry, that was my little teacher bonus tip, but that's kind of how what I do regularly. And it's something that is actually a Quranic practice that we're encouraged to do. But that is also like, you know, part of what I'm about to explain to you today with this whole life is a ride thing. But back to the quote about happiness, the one that says, let your decision to try to achieve happiness and to be happy and experience in itself. And then the other one that I mentioned from Instagram, which was enjoy the ride. Success is a journey, not a destination. So what's with me in all these quotes today? Well, I wanted to draw a really important um, point to you in terms of the hack that I want to tell you is that in life, we have to start to pay attention to the details a little bit better, right? Both of these quotes have something in common and they have something to shed on us the light of like the hack I'm talking about and how we can start to truly reach happiness and success. And the, the, the kind of similarity is that both of them mention that the process over the end product the actual process of chasing happiness the actual process of chasing success not the end product of reaching happiness not the end product of reaching success the process of it all is actually finding it you find it in the process not in the product and I'll just I'll, I know that sounds a little cuckoo and I'm, we're getting all deep and in, and in, in, you know in our thinking today, but I want you to start getting used to doing that because this is kind of what you do when you, you want to get to higher places of yourself. So let's just, I'll take it back a notch. Hold on. What the heck am I talking about? Let me explain to you something by referencing Netflix, our favorite, <laughs> favorite thing to do. If you're a net net Netflix binge watcher, you know, I'm not, I'm not promoting that in this sense, but I'm just going to mention definitely the other day I was watching a cooking documentary it just happened to be on Netflix this is not like a shameless plug I'm not getting like any kickback from that so I was watching a cooking documentary on Netflix and um, because I like to watch documentaries sometimes and there was a chef on there and he was mentioning how um, he was he was Korean and I mentioned that because it's important in relation to his story he was a Korean chef and he mentioned that his whole career he was you know avoiding cooking the food from his culture you know his cultural heritage because he was under the impression that you know the better thing to do was to cook more sophisticated types of foods and this was going to lead to the pinnacle of his success and his happiness in his career which was like cooking like um you know french cuisine like fine french cuisine and you know that's a big thing with a lot of chefs if you ever watch like chef training like everybody has to get that really like high-end French training and that's supposedly like you know the way they do things is better than anyone else and this is where the success in your career comes if you've gone to one of these culinary schools and all this stuff so he basically had come full circle I love these like realizations he came full circle in the documentary and he was like listen after cooking 20 years you could tell he was having one of those moments in his life where it was like the light bulb like went off he was like I came to the realization that the food that truly made me happy the food that made me feel most successful was the food that I ate in my mother's kitchen in my grandmother's kitchen cooking that food made me feel the happiness and pride that I've always been looking to feel you know presenting that food and sharing those that with others was my moment of greatest success. It was there the whole time, but I spent 20 years running away from it following a whole bunch of stuff. He mentioned wasted wasting almost two dec- decades of his life running away from his self internally, running away from his feelings about like his inadequacies, his thoughts, you know, not stopping and reflecting, chasing what people believed he should be doing and just, you know, listening to the opinions of others and the criticism of others and just like society's demands. And he knew deep in his heart somewhere that maybe there was something else that was going to he was going to find life fulfillment in. But he just kept ignoring it. And he didn't stop. He didn't think. He didn't reflect. He just kept, like, plugging along, you know? Like, just because he felt like he had to race to the top against all the other chefs. And he was, you know, mentioning how he would compete with them and how they were all trying to reach success. And obviously, happiness comes along with that success, right? But, you know... What he realized was that he just he was ignoring his true inner talking, his feelings, and he was, he was chasing things, and he wasn't really taking the time to reflect. And what I want to say is, I want to add, is this chef, you know, he wasn't Muslim, but if he was Muslim, we might have added to his realization that he was not just running away from his self he was running away from his relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because usually when we're not stopping and reflecting we don't have like a deep relationship with Allah because there's certain relationships in your life that kind of like involve a bit more of your energy or yourself and it's that that connection by stopping and thinking like for myself personally when I want to really really come to the conclusion about something I always talk to Allah Allah is like my best friend and I'm constantly constantly talking to him and taking his counsel and people are like well Allah doesn't talk back to you like what are you talking about like who are you talking to yourself in the closet no Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does talk to me he talks to me when I read the Quran and he talks to me through my life experiences because when you make dua when you make supplication to Allah he answers your dua so he gives you like things in your life and you have to stop and reflect and notice what things he's giving you and for what purpose you should use them in order to use them properly so that's kind of like how this cool relationship goes and so you know, this chef, the reason I was watching is like, you know, this is something similar to us and what we're going through, you know? We're going through the motions day in and day out. We're trying to figure out who we are. Some people are like crazy binge-watching YouTube videos or listening to podcasts or asking friends or just stressing out, just, just trying to figure things out on our own. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala actually refers to these people in the Quran as the ones who deem themselves self-sufficient. Like we literally... Take his opinion last. We look for like shows, you know, anything to distract us from our problems, or when we do look for solutions, we look for them in the most like I don't want to say like shameful places. It's like you you're gonna watch some random YouTuber to get your life's existence and your purpose. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is right there, and you're just not even gonna ask him or talk to him. These are mistakes we don't want to make, but we we often fall into them. So my question in ending this podcast and getting to the hack is My question to all of you is, are you stopping and reflecting honestly? Like reflecting honestly to yourself about what you're feeling, what you're going on, what you want, you know, where your life is headed, where your mistakes are, where your your positive points are. Everybody has good and bad. We have to just like. Are we even thinking about it? Are we actually stopping alone? It could be alone talking to yourself or having a, a notebook and jotting it out. It could be a conversation with Allah subhanahu wa with ta'ala regularly. Are we actually addressing ourselves? And then my next question is, do you realize and do I realize that ups and downs are a part of life's life? It's just that's it. The disappointment, the stress, it's definitely going to happen, right? It's not a matter of if it's going to happen. It's when it's going to happen. Like these things are going to happen. Now, I think we kind of should all realize that by now. Um, but, you know, that's not always the case. And and if we do realize that, we do realize like, okay, stress is going to come. Disappointment is going to come. Like, yeah, I get it. But the next question is, and to me, this is where the hack comes. How are we going to navigate what we already know is coming? I know bad stuff's going to happen in my life. How am I going to navigate it? You know, they say if you want to know how to address stuff, you have to kind of have an idea of how you're going to handle it before you go in. So, like, pretend like there's like a fight in the other room. I know a fight's happening. I know I have to walk into the room. If I know what's going to happen, and I'm just going, I should already be strategically thinking. All right, so when I walk in the room, what am I going to say? What am I going to do? Am I going to like block punches? Is it going to be like, you know, earrings and hair flying? I don't know. Like, what am I going to do to protect myself and to diffuse the situation? I have to like figure it out before I walk into the room so if I already know this stuff is going to happen in my life what have I put into place what strategies you know what mechanisms have I put in my life to handle it in those moments of stress and trauma like how am I as my own person going to handle it and that might not look the same as you or your girlfriend or your mother you know or your husband everybody has to do it in what works for them. But the problem is I see too many people getting shocked and surprised when bad things happen to them. I see people falling into deep despair, depression, like just feeling like they wanna throw their hands up, they can't take it anymore. All that says is that they have not created a strategy. They do not have a mechanism, or if they have found one, they're not using it. If it happens to me, I'm not using it, all right? And that just means that, first of all, we need to just think about how can we actually reach that happiness and success with the ultimate mind shift hack that I'm about to just bring it all together right now. So I'm gonna give you the number one thing that I use to reach success and happiness in the best way possible. And this is like one of those things that I reached and realized after years and years of trying to do it the wrong way, like everybody else that I described before. And this is something that I came to and I want to share with you. So hopefully your life is a bit easier, right? And you can reach it faster than I did. So I love to share these like little hacks with you. So the trick is you have to, you have to allot time to spending, you know, spend time to figure out how to best manage two huge things, your emotions and your thoughts, you have to learn how to manage your emotions and your thoughts. These are the things that will get in the way of happiness and success, regardless of what opportunities come your way. Because if you can't control your emotions, and you can't control your thinking, you can't control what your mind is telling you, and if you keep talking yourself down, you know, like in a certain way, you know, we have to be able to diffuse situations that happen, we have to be able to to talk ourselves out of emotionally difficult moments. We have to be able to Think clearly in a moment of chaos. That takes time. We have to sit alone with ourselves, with the less panna mitada, to figure out what works for us. And the sooner we figure it out what works, the better off we'll be. Now, there is no one way. There is no magic wand. If anyone is telling you there is, that's just nonsense. So, for example, one, how I diffuse myself emotionally may not be how you diffuse yourself. And by diffuse, I mean obviously, like if I'm getting really stressed or nervous or depressed or whatever, there has to be things that I'm, I know, oh, I realize this is happening to me right now. Let me start to use my strategy and calm myself down. Like I mentioned to you guys, for example, in, um, my podcast and how to wake up at 4 30 even when you don't want to i had a strategy for people who are not um you know able to wake up for pleasure or can't get out of your bed because you know horrible things are happening in your life you're too sad you don't want to and the strategy was really simple we put in our head that we were going to use that mel robbins thing five four three two one and just move don't even start thinking about what's going on because you're going to talk yourself out of getting up that's why we hit the snooze button right so that was a strategy I shared with you as just a great shift for people who could not get up out of the bed or who could not pray fajr because that's an, a huge problem for Muslims usually. And they're like, how can I break, wake up for fajr It's too hard. doesn't matter how tired you are. It doesn't matter how whatever your life is, you can still get up with the strategy. So five, four, three, two, one. So I've already created, like for myself, let's say I already use that. So I know when I have that moment when I don't want to get up, I just go in my toolbox and I whip out my five, four, three, two, one, and I go, five, four, three, two, one, get up. I don't even talk to myself. I don't think. I just get up. It's the same thing. So if you know every time you go to work, you're going to have like an anxiety attack because your boss is crazy or, you know, being difficult with you, may Allah make it easy. You have to be like, okay, so every time I see him and every time he puts me down, I'm going to do this to make sure I keep myself up. You have to have a strategy. Every time I go to my house and my child decides to have an emotional meltdown, I'm going to do ABC. And by the way, I do have a um, podcast on that one. I'll link all these below about toddler tantrums, how to diffuse them. So the point is, if you have a toolbox of strategies and how to diffuse your emotions and how to keep yourself mentally positive amidst the chaos, you will navigate the ride, right? The ride. We said the 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 you know, enjoy the ride, you know. The process is what we need to refine, not the end point. Because you know, that chef I was talking about, what he mentioned was when he finally got to the top. This guy has like multiple restaurants, he has this and that, he got to what he thought would be the most successful point of his life. He said, not only did he not feel successful, he felt incredibly lonely and disappointed. It wasn't what he thought it was going to be. So imagine working that hard and that long. He said I didn't have a relationship with my wife. I never had children. Giving it all up to never actually find happiness. That is insane. And he said I realized that it was in the moments, like the daily things, the small moments when my children need. You know, when not my children, my uh, my wife needed me. When my mom called me and she asked me, I could have ran over and tried to help her. Instead, I just put myself in a tunnel, like tunnel vision, and I just pined through and plowed through everything, and I left behind like complete chaos, and I didn't even get what I wanted anyway. So we have to figure out what works for us. The sooner we sit down with ourselves, and the, the sooner we do that, it'll be a lot easier to find happiness and success, and remember it's in the process. So start stopping. I know that sounds crazy, right? Start Stopping. And thinking and reflecting start making more dua and start praying in the deep night when the prayer is is most uh, it's the best time to be answered it will change your life I promise it did for me and so many others that I've worked with I just wanted to share that little gem of knowledge that little hack about what you really have to do regardless of whatever anyone else has told you and if you can't get that down then it's, it's not easier after that. So it's just something you have to stop, make time for and just regularly, just stop in your day and reflect. It's as simple as that. It could be like, I just had a really big fight with somebody. Let me stop right now. Let me think about what was said instead of just thinking about how wrong they were. Let me think about both sides, both perspectives. What can I learn from this situation? You know, how can I handle it better next time? Next time that that person says that to me, what can I say that would be better? Instead of me, like, going off on them and showing them, like, you know, who's who. Like, it 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 doesn't it doesn't bring happiness. It doesn't bring help and success and growth and positivity. So, just wanted to share that hack with you guys. I hope you have an amazing day. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make easy for you your struggles and help you to find the best way to um, tackle your emotions and your mindset. And uh, wishing you all the best for the rest of the week. Assalamu alaikum rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Hey, Assalamu alaikum. I thought I'd jump right on just to give you a quick little cheat sheet. The three steps to get the hack that I was talking about. So number one is you have to and I have to make a mind shift and understand the secret to happiness and success is being able to ride the ride. The whole process, handling the process better. So we have to first be able to um, control our emotions during the, our life. We have to be able to control our mindset our mindset that's why I talk about um, growth mindset or positive mindset shifts understanding the mind if we don't understand how our thinking works we could kind of destroy our own self and if we can't get a hold of our emotions we can really um, self-destruct and ruin relationships around us it's super critical so understanding that this is super important and it's our responsibility to figure out what works for us because it's different for different people is number one Number two is to make sure that we are paying attention to details more often, stopping and thinking, stopping and thinking, not just moving along, plowing through, and hoping things work out in the end. It's really important to take that time. Sometimes you have to do it just by yourself during the day, stop a moment in your car, look around, think about what's happening. Sometimes it could be at night when you put your head on the pillow. Whatever works for you. Um, but I, I do encourage um, prayer in the deep night between you and Allah as well. Making that connection between yourself. Making that connection between your uh, Allah as well, your creator. And the last one, number three, is reflecting, reflecting, reflecting. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala encourages it so much in the Quran. Is because if we don't actually reflect on all that information that I'm mentioning, then it really doesn't matter. We're not going to come to those realizations about what we need to do to make our life better. So these are the three steps to get the hack i hope it was helpful and i'm wishing you all the best have an amazing amazing day allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the best answer to all things don't forget to talk to yourself talk to him and try your best to figure out what works for you alaikum.